Welcome back to Matthews Arena, the oldest ice rink in the world, still in operation. Over a hundred years here in downtown Boston, Mass., just off the campus or at the edge of the campus of Northeastern University. Um, Mike Macknick with John Leahy, uh, John Leahy, and our score after two periods of play is Northeastern 2, Merrimack 1. Our guest here, second intermission, last intermission of the weekend as well. It is Mike McMahon from the MacReport.com and also the Eagle Tribune and College Hockey News. And Mike, before we start talking about this game, uh, we had let folks know about a scheduling announcement we were going to, uh, to make here. And so let's talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the Warriors will be playing Wisconsin in the upcoming season. The Big Ten team that will be coming to Jay Tomwaller Rink in the upcoming years. Next season in November, so actually November of this year, of 2016, it'll be Merrimack traveling to Wisconsin for two games. And then in the following season, which will be 2017 uh, and 2018, it'll be Wisconsin coming in. They'll play a game at Lawler Rink and then a game against uh, a- another team from the East. We know that they're coming out to actually play two games, but one of those games will be at Merrimack. The following season, uh, they'll be, uh, well, actually be two years after that, then Wisconsin will come back to play two more games against the same two teams. So overall, it ends up being a two-for-two, two, which, uh, Mike, has been the kind of arrangement that I know Mark Denny's wanted to set up. So getting a two-for-two two like that, it's also a team, uh, Wisconsin, which is a big nationally named, uh, known team, uh, program with a number of national championships. Last one, the national title, uh, a little under a decade ago, uh, and uh, and we'll be coming in. Uh, there's only been one other Big Ten team that's come and played at Merrimack, and that was Ohio State. They visited the rink a couple of times, once in the 70s, and then again in the late 1990s. I think it was the 96-97 season, so it'll be the first Big Ten team to come to Merrimack in almost 20 years, so uh, seems like a pretty good get there as far as scheduling goes for the program. Definitely, and I, you know, I like the way that they have this set up, too, splitting up the home games at Merrimack over two years. I know whatever they, whichever team they partner with, that, that year in between, they're going to play two games at Wisconsin. So uh, I like the setup. I think for Merrimack, you get it becomes two big games uh, from a marketing standpoint as opposed to one big weekend. You know, if you get them out here for, for one weekend series, that's a, that's a good weekend. Uh, maybe it's hard to draw on both those games. I think from a ticketing standpoint and, and just from Merrimack's standpoint, now they get to market this as, as two big games over two different seasons as opposed to just, just one big weekend. So uh, I think it works out well for them. Works out well for Wisconsin, who probably prefers to uh, you know not have to play the two and two. I think most teams prefer to not play the two and twos. To be honest with you, uh, when you go to Wisconsin, you don't have much of a choice. I mean, it, you really can't partner with anybody else out there. But out here, where, where you've got the Hockey East and uh, several ECAC schools, there, there's a lot of a lot of teams you can partner with to do it. So I, I, I like the way it's set up. We're talking with Mike McMahon. The score is two to one Northeastern at the end of two, and Mike, it's the 14th straight game now that the Warriors have trailed at the end of two periods. And I know we've talked about it a number of times over that stretch, but they've they've not been able to come up with goals early on in games. I mean, it's showing some signs of life here. That the play from Fogi Desini, a nice play, but still some bad turnovers in their own end. Uh, most notably on the go-ahead goal there that made it two to one. Yeah, that was a bad one. I mean, it's it's a lot of the same stuff. I, I know 
I asked Mark Denny last night, you know, are you seeing a lot of the same issues? The issues that you're seeing is it frustrating where it's repeated? And, and he made the point of that, that it wasn't really repeated because it's different guys, it's happening at different times, and uh, that, that's true. At least on the goals against, it seems like a lot of the issues are the same. It's bad turnovers in their own end or at their own blue line, uh, and it continues to be the story. And uh, you know, I don't know how you solve it at this point because it's been this way now for we're going back eight games, or almost nine games. Uh, I don't know what you do because it's not like it's a system issue. It's not like it's a uh, you, you can make an adjustment. I feel like it's more the system not being executed properly. Exactly. When you're turning pucks over, you're not executing properly, or you're just not uh, you know not working hard enough to keep a puck, whatever it is, uh, and that continues to be the story here. What, what do you do? I mean, do you have to make changes in the lineup? What do you do in that situation? You know, I mean, if that's happening and and, and it's not the system's not being executed, of course, you know, as you said, and one of the points that Mark said was, it's not like it's. I mean, it's it's you know, from game to game, it may be different players. It's really, and, and I made this point too. I mean, when when you've lost seven in a row, go, that was going into last night, eight in a row now, you can't look up and down the lineup and say, okay, I'm doing my job and you're not doing yours. When you lose eight in a row, everybody's got to play better. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and I think there's I think there's certain guys over the course of the stretch that have played really well. You know, I think Brett Cena continues to be their best player and has played really well even uh, you know in these losses. Uh, I put him out there two minutes straight on the power play if they get another one. Yeah, I mean, at this point, <laughs> it's not going to hurt. Uh, you know, he's played really well. I think Mike Babcock continues to do the things that, that he does well, and it's not necessarily scoring goals, but what he does, uh, you know, you haven't seen a drop-off from him at all. Uh, and there's others, too. You know, those are two guys that come to the top of my head. I think Mark Biega has been fantastic, you know, all season and, and even through this stretch. And there's others, too, like I said. But it's... Uh, there's just it doesn't seem like there's enough guys on the same page. You know, you've got 20 guys out there, 18 skaters out there anyway, and, and maybe uh, you know half of them on any given night seem to be clicking, and that's what it's I think it's added up to. We're talking with Mike McMahon here from the Mac Report and also the Eagle Tribune, the MacReport.com. Uh, two other quick stories I want to touch on with you briefly. Uh, I'll, I'll mention both of them and let you uh, talk about it. Ethan Spaxman, 170th on the Central Scouting uh, list that came out this week, so eligible for the NHL draft this year, of course. And then uh, Colin Dillia named as a uh, nominee for the Hockey Humanitarian Award. Uh, it, that's a nice uh, honor to get. I think really that's that's the kind of thing that the Humanitarian Award that you know in, in many ways uh, it's even a bigger honor than the Hobie Baker Award, which you know is going to go to the best player, but the hockey humanitarian, you're talking about guys that, that really do an awful lot in the community, and Daly is a perfect example of that. Yeah, I didn't even see the humanitarian stuff. Was that earlier this week? Because I know I, I was away. I didn't. Even, I heard about it today. Yeah, I think it was announced a couple of days ago, but Delia, you know, through his work with, with uh, Lucas St. Ange, who's the, you know, the young boy that he's forged a friendship with, and, and uh, you know, spends an awful lot of time with, and, and, and gotten to know pretty well, and then also the work that he's done, the student advisory uh, athletic, uh, student athlete advisory Committee, committee. So, as only a sophomore, I mean, uh, you're talking about a guy who's already come in and, and made a tremendous impact in the community. And nice to see that he's getting recognized as a nomination for the the hockey humanitarian. I think it speaks too to, to the type of the type of players that they're trying to recruit. I mean, that's what that's what they're trying to, to form here. I think when you're you're talking about from a character standpoint, I mean, we've heard the coaches talk about it when they're recruiting guys. It's not just about skill. It's not just about talent. It's about uh, what do you bring from a character standpoint. And uh, I, I think he is the the the, you know, a great example of that, especially as a sophomore. I mean, not many. I mean, it's 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 not easy to get nominated for that type of award anyway. But to do it as a sophomore is, is still pretty impressive. All right, I know we have to go. Please tell us what's coming up this week. You're getting back to uh, back to work with the coaches' show, Mark Denny on Tuesdays, and so on. What's 
what's coming up this week? Yes, on Tuesday. We're, we're supposed to be back on Tuesday. You know, with the college being closed, I didn't realize it was closed this long. They just opened, I think, on Thursday when classes started again. So uh, we'll get back on, on Tuesday. I'm back to a normal week after taking a week off and being away. And uh, so, so, yeah, it should be back to a relatively normal week anyway. Sunday, right. Sunday game isn't too normal for next week, but we'll, it'll be as normal as possible. All right, so that's Tuesday night, folks. Check out the MacReport.com for that schedule. It'll be the, the uh, Mac Report Coaches Show with Merrimack coach uh, Mark Dennehy and also Mike McMahon here from the Mac Report. So, folks, check that one out. If you're not able to listen live, it'll be recorded. You'll still be able to, to pick it up on the recording, right? Yep, we'll have, we'll have the archive uh, up on the site uh, pretty much the same night within a couple hours. All right, sounds great. Mike, thanks for uh, joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, I don't know how the weather is out there. Have a safe drive home. Yeah, you too. Thanks. All right, Mike McMahon, our guest here. The score, Northeastern 2, Merrimack 1. John and I are back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.